Hey, and welcome to Becca Babbles Podcast, the show where I will teach you to be the best version of yourself by learning about yourself, body, and the world around you, or at the very least, give you a good laugh. I'm your host, Becca. Now let's get babbling. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. And today's podcast, I wanted to go over a bit about boundaries. I feel like that's something that's really big that people are talking about, like make sure you set boundaries so you feel good. And I kind of feel like it's just that word that's being thrown around where it's like, you need to set a boundary with this person. You need to set a boundary with this person. And then I start thinking like, okay, I understand the importance of boundaries. Like, not going to lie. A recovering people pleaser over here. I understand the value. I understand that setting boundaries does not make me selfish, does not make me a bad person, and that I'm ultimately just taking care of myself and going to be a better person when I'm around people when I set those boundaries. But again, usually when people talk about setting boundaries, they're talking about setting boundaries with other people. And I think we're really missing a major boundary that no one's ever really talking about or might talk about a little bit. And I think the biggest boundary that we're missing is the one that we set with ourselves. There's always going to be those times where you can set boundaries with other people, but ultimately you can only control what you do with yourself. And I think setting boundaries with yourself will start developing that relationship within yourself. And when you start setting boundaries with yourself, you'll be able to start accomplishing goals, dreams, and the health that you want to achieve. And that all just comes from respecting yourself and learning how to do that. And I found with setting boundaries with myself, I started respecting myself and I even started trusting myself and the choices I made because I was committed to whatever boundary I decided to set for myself. And I didn't kind of like favor back and forth and be like, hmm, I might do it. I might not. No, I was like, no, I am doing this because I know this will make me feel good. And when you give yourself that control, you start to realize how much you have the capability of changing your own life because of what you have control of. And I really like coming from this perspective because A, you realize that your life choices are ultimately the only thing you have control of. And B, it gives your power back because you feel more empowered with any situation that you're in because you're like, I know how I'm going to show up. I know what I'm going to do. And yes, I might not be able to realize or I might not be able to control what other people or how other people react, but I know what I'm going to do in this situation because I respect myself and I know what makes me feel good. But what I've also found is that the more that I've committed to the boundaries that I've set within myself, it's made it a little bit easier to stand firm with boundaries that I set with other people. So, for example, I know, again, people talk about setting boundaries, but everyone gets in that weird situation where you're like, okay, yes, I listened to that motivational speaker and she told me to set those boundaries or I read that motivational book and she or he told me to set those boundaries. So I'm going to come into this party and set those boundaries. But then someone brings something up 
or you get in a situation where you're really uncomfortable and then you're just like, oh man, I might not actually do this. And then you don't stick up for yourself. You don't stand up for yourself. And I've been in multiple situations like this where, especially when I was coming back from treatment with my eating disorder and things were a little bit sticky and in that moment, I had to learn to start sticking up for myself a lot more around triggers that could ultimately make me relapse or cause me to relapse. And those were things like I had to tell people like, don't talk about the food I'm eating. Don't tell me that you think I'm eating a ton of food or don't talk about my weight or your weight around me. I'd really like you not to do that. But there would be multiple times where I would go to family situations and things were still brought up and I would kind of like hide in my little hole and think like okay this is fine I don't want to like disrupt anything I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable so I'm not going to say anything but when I started working on committing to the boundaries that I set within myself and staying firm within that then that caused me in those situations to be like hey I'd really appreciate if you don't comment on the food that I'm eating. That was a really big thing for me. Um, now I just kind of just say like, yeah, I eat a lot of food because I like lift weights and like food is good. So there's that. It kind of also just depends on where you at, where you are at within your journey or how you're feeling in certain situations and how much of a like shock factor you want to give. Um, but the older I get, even though I'm not that old, the more I'm just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care anymore. If it like makes me feel weird, I'm going to say it anyways. So back to the conversation though, I wanted to give you some ideas on how to set boundaries with yourself and how that's helped me along my journey and some that I've found that were really helpful for me and will hopefully be helpful, helpful for you. But first I wanted to define exactly what is a boundary just in case for anyone who hasn't heard of setting a boundary because you just might be like, are you talking about setting up a fence between your neighbors? Like, what the heck is this? Which when I was looking up for definitions, because I was like, is my definition correct? I did actually come across a definition that a boundary is a fence that you put up or a barrier that you put up between two areas. And I was like, that was not the boundary I was looking for. But the definition that I've come to is boundaries are rules or limits you set with yourself or others to feel more secure and have a better lifestyle. So basically, like I said, again, it's just like sticking up for yourself and like believing what you feel is right within yourself and staying firm in that. And one of the biggest boundaries that I set for myself, and some people think I'm a real stickler with this, but honestly, I don't really care, is committing to my wake up time and my bedtime, especially my bedtime, because we like sleep over here. I've honestly been thinking about doing a podcast about sleep or like dreams and stuff like that, because I've realized how important sleep is, not only just for recovery, but just like for my brain function to feel good. And that whole like saying of like rest when you're dead or sleep when you're dead, I just think is dumb. So I actually had an occurrence last night when I got home from work early and my dad was watching Big Bang Theory. 
And oh my gosh, I don't know what it is about Big Bang Theory, but that show, I'm just like, it just draws me in. And I knew I needed to take a shower and like get ready for bed. I didn't even have on my blue blocker glasses, which if you don't know what those are, again, I'm thinking about doing a podcast all about sleep and stuff. So that will definitely come up. But basically, it's just to block out the blue light coming from the screens that might keep you awake and up. So I didn't even have those on, which I was really mad at myself for that because that was an easy thing to fix at that point. But anyways, I was watching the show and then it goes on where it starts saying next episode and it does that whole little loading thing and you're thinking like, oh, should I do it? Should I not? But like by the time you decide, no, I'm going to get up off this really comfortable couch really squishy comfortable couch then it's like oh oh no it started a new episode and usually I'm pretty good about being like nope I'm going up and I'm taking my shower and I'm getting ready for bed but in that moment I didn't do that and I suffered the consequences the next morning I didn't feel as energized or as awake I could tell my sleep was a little bit different um so realizing that sticking to my bedtime and my nighttime routine makes me feel my best is a boundary that I set within myself especially at least wearing my blue blocker glasses and that's kind of like a whole nother thing because people think I'm super weird where they I have the ones that are like red tinted sometimes if I don't want that much controversy with people I'll just wear the ones that I'm wearing right now to record and they're more clear but that's where at least wearing those I know my sleep is going to be better than if not doing anything at all. And then the same thing with waking up. I commit to my wake up time because there have been studies out there showing that like if you go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time, your body is used to that and that's your circadian rhythm getting used to those wake up times. If you're going from waking up at 6 a.m. but then on the weekends you wake up at 10, you start to feel more jet lagged. So I know for with myself, I wake up at 6 a.m., So on the weekends, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. There was a point in time where I had to tell myself, no, you're staying in bed at this certain time because my body was dealing with cortisol issues and I was also adjusting to a new work schedule and I needed to make sure that I got the right amount of sleep in so I felt my best through the next day. And just making sure that I wake up and do things that I enjoy and that don't make me like not waking up and just scrolling on my phone right away. And that kind of goes into my next point of something that I'm committed to doing and setting a boundary for myself. And that is staying off of social media and not texting people until after my morning routine. Now, I know morning routine can be a whole like story within itself. Like you see on YouTube where everyone's like, my morning routine, I make some hot water with lemon and then I get my celery juice juicer or juice or whatever. And then I go out, look into the sun and just stare into the light. I'm not talking about that. Your like morning routine does not have to be like an hour long or anything. But for me, at least staying off of social media and not immediately going and grabbing my phone, I have found has been the biggest game changer in me feeling my best within the morning. I've always sort of had a morning routine, but it it's definitely changed, which it should because life changes. But mine has always been a very either like I was scrolling on my phone, watching YouTube videos, 
or it was hustle, grind, start doing schoolwork right as you roll out of bed or start doing like some sort of workout and then finally eating breakfast to where now I've found that if I just wake up in the morning and I go and brush my teeth, go have breakfast and then do a little bit of journaling. I might listen to a podcast while I'm making breakfast. That makes me feel good. Or I might listen to some music and have some really funny dance routines. And then I respond to texts that I missed the night before or texts in the morning. I know I have some people who text me in the morning and I won't answer them until after I finish this because it's it's one of those situations where everyone talks about filling up your own cup this morning or these things that I do in the morning allows me to fill up my cup so again I can be my best when I start responding to those people and I feel focused within my schoolwork and it allows you not to live in response and feel like you're in this fight or flight situation where I have to catch up with everyone. That's also another reason why I wake up relatively early or I guess 6 a.m. is pretty early for some people. I don't know. I used to be a 5 a.m. 5.30 sort of person but when your job where you start working later and you have to like actually get sleep that's where that comes in where you have to start pushing back your wake up time but anyways the next boundary that I set within myself and I haven't had to do this very much anymore so this might just be one for you is removing any triggers I have control of so you can't remove every single trigger and I also think that's another topic where it's like well Triggers could honestly be a good thing because that makes you learn, that makes you grow, and it makes you adapt. But there are certain things where in certain periods of your life you need to take away. And for me, that was the scale. I haven't stepped on a scale for like probably five years now. So I have no idea how much I weigh. And I don't know, and I don't want to know how much I weigh because I don't need to. Um, I realize that I do weigh more, so there's that. But anytime I go to the doctor's office, I automatically turn around. I don't say anything to the nurse. She takes my weight. I don't ask for it because I know for myself that that's not going to make me feel good and that's going to send me down a whole nother rabbit hole. I had a conversation with my client recently where she said she was weighing herself like twice a day, every day, and I'm like, no, tell your husband to hide the scale. We don't want that because if the scale is ultimately determining how you feel about yourself and the actions you're going to take within that day, that means you need to get rid of the scale because you should be feeling yourself properly and feeling your best and the scale shouldn't tell you how you feel. Another thing with this, and I honestly am still kind of working on this, so I kind of lied when I said like removing the triggers, but is step counters. So I know everyone's super obsessed with their... Apple Watch or Fitbit or whatever and checking and seeing how many steps they have in their day and being like, oh, how many steps did you get? I got this many. Da, 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 da. For me, and if you've heard my story of my eating disorder story, step counting was a really big thing for me or a really big trigger for me. And there would be times where it was like every hour I was checking to see how many steps I had to make sure I had enough steps within the day. And I honestly had to start off slow when removing this trigger. So it started with, okay, Rebecca, you're only allowed to check your Apple Watch like three times a day. That's it. And then it moved to two. And then it moved to one. And usually now I only check it like once a day. 
sometimes there's days where I don't check it and I just trust my body and I'm like, I didn't feel like moving much today. Or I know I got some activity in so I don't need to worry about how many steps I had because ultimately the activity that you did within the day does not equal to the amount of food you need to eat that day. Just a friendly reminder. My next boundary that I would set is food scheduling or like allergies that you're testing out. So for me, again, I was on a meal plan or now I am trying to balance out some insulin stuff. So I need to make sure I'm eating within like certain periods of time and coming back from treatment, I need to make sure I'm fueling myself properly because again, when you don't fuel yourself, then a lot of the times you don't get those hunger cues and your body's like, why should I give you those hunger cues if you're not going to respond to them? And also if you're suffering from like insulin resistance and stuff like that, having a schedule where you're fueling yourself properly and will help balance that out, or at least that's what I've learned. Um, Also, if you're doing anything like an elimination diet or you know there's foods that make you upset, honoring that within yourself and setting that boundary with yourself being like, okay, I realize I really like this food, but I know it's going to make my stomach upset or I know it's going to cause X, Y, or Z. So I'm setting this boundary within myself to where I am not having this. Um, I find this happens a lot where people are like, I'm going to go gluten-free because, like, I want to see if this happens or, like, my doctor told me to stay away from X, Y, or Z, which, like, sometimes I debate on if you actually need to do that or not, but if you're going to commit to something to see if something works or not, you have to stay committed to it and you have to set that boundary with yourself being like, so here's a better example. Right now, I'm testing to see if dairy is something for me that triggers acne or if gluten triggers acne. I'm not coming from the perspective of because this food is bad because it makes me a bad person, X, Y, or Z, all that stuff. I'm coming from the perspective of for my body, I am seeing if this affects me in in a bad way or not. But I found myself being like, but I like Greek yogurt. I want to eat Greek yogurt. Why are you taking this away from me? Which no one's taking it away from me. But I have to be honest with myself and set that boundary and be like, for right now, I'm testing to see if this food will trigger acne within me. And then after that, I can decide, okay, I might suffer the consequences of like getting a pimple on my face or not, if that's something that triggers it, or I don't and I don't have it. So just sticking to those things for short periods of time, that's like kind of a short period of time sort of boundary, but it's still an important one. My fifth boundary that I set for myself is staying committed to a schedule that I set. Now, I'm also still learning how to have flexibility within that schedule because I realize like you can't always plan everything, but especially from working from home doing well I don't want to say working from home because I'm not really doing a job but doing school from home I've had to set a schedule for myself and this also helps having that morning routine but I could easily just start responding to text messages and then open up a book that I'm reading or start watching some show or something and not go upstairs and start doing my 
schoolwork. So having a Google Calendar, sticking to that schedule, like time blocking, I wouldn't be able to be doing the podcast if I didn't have the schedule set. And also this isn't something that's tough for me because I like going to the gym. So I definitely make sure I have that planned in. But if you have a hard time committing to the gym schedule that you set for yourself, make sure you plan it at a time that you know you can do it and just think of it as an appointment. So most people don't want to miss their doctor's appointment or like if they're getting their hair done, they're like, I don't want to miss that because I want to get my hair done. Think of the gym as an appointment. You have to go to that appointment and if you don't, then you'll get charged. Granted, you won't get charged at the gym, but just thinking it in that perspective will keep you more accountable to the schedule that you're setting for yourself. And then my last one, which I honestly think is the most important boundary you should set for yourself and that I set for myself, which is committing to working on myself and improving myself. This could come from journaling. This could come from doing therapy or working with someone or reading a book or a pod, listening to a podcast that makes you expand and think or think differently or doing brain rewiring. I think working on myself and committing to myself that every day I want to do something that will make me a better person because no one else, like you go to school and they tell you you're going to do math, science, reading, all this stuff, but no one's ever going to tell you, hey, do some journaling so you can learn about yourself. Hey, go go to therapy so that you can learn more about yourself or improve your health. No one's going to tell you that. That's all within you. So for me, if I at least do one thing within this, which usually tends to be journaling and just reflecting back on that and knowing that I come to each day being a different person and a better person, I will feel satisfied within myself and feel like I stayed committed to myself and that boundary. But one thing that I want to stress is that remember that boundaries should make you feel good and it shouldn't be something you feel like you have to do. Like it might be tough at first, like if you, if you want to start going to the gym or if you want to start journaling or I don't know any of the other ones off the top of my head, but like if like you have a habit of grabbing your phone or something, I know there's this app out there, which I've been meaning to download, where it like locks certain apps for a certain period of time, maybe downloading that or like deleting Instagram off of your home screen and moving it to the side. I'm speaking for iPhones because I don't know how Androids are set up or Samsungs. So um, doing things like that will make it easier at first, but if it still continues to feel hard or if you are hating the boundary you're setting with yourself, then maybe it's not the right time for that boundary or maybe you need to think of it in a different way because life should be fluid, boundaries should allow it to be fluid, but they should also make you feel good and also have that sort of structure that, again, makes you feel healthier, feel more empowered, and ultimately be a better person. So I hope you got something from this podcast. I hope you learned something about setting boundaries with yourself and realizing how important they are and that and which ones you should set for yourself or that I gave you some ideas to set for yourself. But if you have any questions, 
please feel free to email me at beccababblespodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at Rebecca.8 with any questions or comments that you have about this episode and feel free to leave a five-star rating and review preferably it could be any sort of rating but five stars are nice um but i hope you have a wonderful day and i can't wait to babble with you next time